0: Nobody Asked You Kevin. It is episode 44 of this podcast, and I hope all of you are having a good, at least as good as possible, quarantine or self-isolation, and I hope yesterday that you had a good Easter holiday. For today's show, I'm going to give you a 10-minute movie review of the new Trolls movie, and then it's time for another edition of Somebody Had to Ask. So let's get this thing going, why why delay? Let's just get it going. Let's listen to the uh, Trolls World Tour trailer right now.
1: Hello darkness my old friend, I've come to talk with you again. Hello. Because a vision softly creeping, left its seeds while i Was that? There are other kinds of trolls. Our ancestors created six strings, each for a different type of music. Pop.
0: Funk. Classical. Techno.
1: Okay, Country. And rock.
0: I'm going to unite the six strings and destroy all music, except for rock! So, I'm going to need your string. Ah! We have to unite all the trolls. And if we don't stop her, who will?
2: We're going to need a battle plan and weapons. Violence never solves a problem. Is this some kind of jewel? Oh, it's actually kind of cool looking. Give me that! The
1: only weapons we need are this guy this guy for hugs. (laughs)
2: This is gonna take a lot of hugs.
1: Let's go save the world!
2: This is a terrible idea that will blow up in your face.
0: The country trolls look friendly. Get (laughs) (laughs) him!
2: Does anyone else think this is crazy? (laughs)
0: I can see our house from
1: up here. Come quick, I'm having a baby. (gasps) A hip-hop troll? Tiny diamond is my name. Come straight from my daddy's name. My whole body's made of glitter and I'll throw it in your face. Peace and love, Tiny and Daddy Ow.
0: So Trolls World Tour is a new DreamWorks animation film. Uh, distributed by Universal Pictures, and it is the sequel to the 2016 film Trolls. It uh, was directed by Walt Dorn and produced by Gina Shea. The story is based on, of course, Troll Dolls by Thomas Dam. Uh, World Tour has a star-studded voice cast. Uh, you have Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake and James Corden, Rachel Bloom. Ozzy Osbourne um, has a voice part in this. Anderson Park, George Clinton, Mary J. Blige, Sam Rockwell, Icona Pop, Ron Funches, Jamie Dornan, Keenan Thompson, Zoe Deschanel, and the K-pop group Red Velvet. They also all those people pro- provide voice work for this movie. And the plot synopsis of World Tour is basically this: so you have Poppy and you have Branch. They are they are trolls. They discover that they are but one of six different troll tribes scattered over six different lands devoted to six different kinds of music. So you've got funk, hip-hop, techno, classical, pop, and rock music. And their world is about to get a lot bigger and a whole lot louder. Um, A member of hard rock royalty, Queen Barb, um, is aided by her father, King Thrash who King Thrash is played by Ossie Osborne, Um, and they want to destroy all other kinds of music to let rock reign supreme. Kind of sounds like a good idea? Maybe, maybe not. Probably not. But with the fate of the world at stake, Poppy and Branch, along with their friends, set out to visit all of the other lands to unify the Trolls in harmony against Barb and the Rock Trolls, who is basically looking to upstage them all. Uh, World Tour currently holds a fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes with a critics rating of 74%, has an audience score of 64%, IMDB rating is 6.1 out of 10, and it has a Metacritic score of 52 out of 100, which basically indicates mixed or average reviews. So first things first, I loved the original Trolls film, and I want to say that I really did love this film as well. I loved World Tour. It gets a Nobody Asked You Kevin rating of the shit. I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. Uh, The film is lighthearted. It it has some really, really, really good messages behind it. I'm not not going into it too deeply, but even at surface level understanding, World Tour talks about music snobs in general. So um, music snobs judge people for not liking their own favorite music. You don't like the music that I'd like. But they also judge people for liking the music that they like. So it's not just you don't like the music that I like. It's I don't like the music you like. And I'm going to make fun of you for that. All music has its place. And I mean, for example, (laughs) I I, I joke around about this a lot. I joke around about a lot of uh, certain musical artists. So Maroon 5. But... It would be very snobbish of me to look down upon other people for liking them. I personally don't like them, but hey, it's a-okay for you to like them. More power to you if you enjoy their music. And There's a saying that I've heard a lot of other people say, and I like this saying. It's, it's, it goes like, don't yuck someone else's yum. You do you. You like what you like. Don't worry about what others say. But don't put down others for liking what they like. So don't put down other people for their musical tastes. And this is what this movie actually gets at. I mean, World Tour introduces many factions of trolls. Pop trolls, the rock trolls, the funk trolls, the hip-hop trolls, the classical trolls, the techno trolls. There's many other sub-genres of trolls, too, like uh, smooth jazz and K-pop. Um, there's yodeling trolls, uh, and th- those trolls are not kind of large enough to have their own kingdom, but they 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 function as kind of a subgenre. So each musical style powers a magical string kept by their respective group leader. The various tribes of trolls have separated over the years due to disagreements over which style of music was the best. So one, the rock trolls, of course, think that rock is the best. Pop thinks pop is the best. Techno thinks techno is the best. And in the end uh, of of this story, it's very much represented that uh, all forms of music are important. We should all enjoy as much uh, we should all enjoy as much different music as possible. It's great to be a hip hop fan and a rock fan and a metal fan and a country fan and a classical fan and a techno fan. Don't restrict yourself to just one genre of music. No one should. And that is one of the points of this uh, this film. That was at surface level understanding. This film, World Tour, actually has a deeper understanding if you look under the surface. Trolls World Tour, in my opinion, intelligently discusses uh, things like cultural appropriation, racism, imperialism. Um, And it basically uses all music genres as their analogy, as the root of their analogy. It calls out erasure in the music industry, basically known as whitewashing of the music industry. Um, It depicts the importance of diversity. There's a major plot line in this film uh, that has Queen Poppy claiming, quote unquote, differences don't matter, and also, we're all trolls in the end. Which is is kind of similar to um, someone in real life saying, the only race I see is the human race, or I'm colorblind. And during this conversation, and these scenes, in this movie, the funk trolls are the ones to kind of talk some sense. The funk trolls are quick to talk about and explain that they aren't the same. They are different. And that is good. And by saying, it, when, you, when you say uh, differences don't matter and we're all trolls in the end, we're all the same race, we're all human race, we don't see, um, don't see any race. You, you basically are, are saying that you're stripping away someone's identity, you're stripping away someone's culture, someone's history. Differences aren't bad. Differences don't mean bad. It just means different. And differences are very important. And by discussing these differences, like they do in the movie, by acknowledging these differences, we create new music. We create new ideas. So, again, Trolls World World Tour gets a Nobody Asked You Kevin rating of the shit. I highly, highly recommend you watch this film. It's great for kids, and it's great for adults. You can find it via Amazon, for a 48-hour rental for $20, which may seem a little pricey. But remember that this film should have debuted in theaters, but it couldn't play because of the virus pandemic that's going on right now. So when you think about it, $20 does seem like a lot. And it is. It is a lot of money. Um, but it, if you go to see a movie in a theater, you're paying at minimum 10 bucks. 11 bucks, 12 bucks for a single ticket. So $20, depending on where you are, is the cost of one to two theater tickets probably. So if you have multiple people watching this film, it's very cost effective. So don't let the $20 scare you off. If you have multiple people watching this or want to watch it, do it. Purchase it, rent it. You won't be disappointed. So again... I highly recommend you watch Trolls World Tour. It's got some really good messages behind it. And it it does feature a lot of great music in the film. I mean, it's a little poppy, but hey, that's what we're here for. We love all music. So um, again, go watch Trolls World Tour. You won't be disappointed. It has a Nobody Asked You Kevin rating of the shit. Oh, yeah. But now it's time for another rendition of Somebody Had to Ask.
1: Six words that start with. Who, what, where, when, how, and why? Questions start with these. Step right up and answer all my questions if you please.
0: Hello and welcome back to another edition of Somebody Had to Ask. Today I'm sitting down with Dante Oh, sorry. I can't even pronounce the name. Today I'm sitting down. Sorechia. <laughs> um, yeah. How are you doing today, Dante? Uh, I am good.
2: I, I'm very good. Um, just hanging out at home, uh, playing some video games, watching TV. Uh, you know, not not much. Uh, I, I just I just started uh, a sourdough starter, so I have a baby now.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah, we'll so, we'll, get, we'll be getting into food, I'm sure here in a bit. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So how how are you uh surviving this whole virus pandemic, social distancing thing going on?
2: Um, I'm doing my best. Uh I have I have to work still. So I I'm quote unquote in essential business, I guess. <laughs> so, <laughs> um I I work for uh Culligan Water. Okay. So uh, they're still sending us out. I'm, I'm a driver, delivery driver. I, I deliver the water, and um, I do this out of uh, Cincinnati. I live in Ohio, and yeah, so we're, we're still we're still driving, delivering water. You know, five gallon jugs, cases, stuff like that. Uh, we're trying to uh, uh, keep our distance as best as possible, but you know, we still have some businesses we go into and you know houses you know we kind of you know are trying to avoid going into because we (laughs) deliver water to um to residential customers as well as well as uh salt for water softeners
1: and that's the
2: yeah that that is the 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 biggest sort of crux issue of, (laughs) of of everything like there are a lot of old elderly people that mm-hmm. cannot lift these 50 pound bags of salt or, or they live alone or, you know, their spouse or whoever is unable to, you know, move these things. Um, they're just they're just too damn heavy. So we're having an issue with, you know, are we keeping ourselves safest by, you know, and our customers safest by not delivering Or, or not, not, not just not delivering, we could leave the stuff, but, you know, if they can't bring it in or, you know, they're going to have to have someone that they trust or know to help them bring it in. Cause, uh, a a lot of us are, uh, are kind of, uh, are pretty apprehensive about going into anybody's homes right now.
1: Oh,
0: that's yeah, definitely. I mean, going into someone's home right now, that's, I mean, you don't know. It's not even a, I mean, even a family member's home, it's, I mean, yeah. It, yeah, it's it's interesting times we live in because of all of this. I mean, it's the whole social distancing, staying away from people, even if you're around someone being six to ten feet away. Um, yeah, and I, I got to go to the store, the grocery store in a little while. and Sure. I'm even uh, – I just uh, – I mean, I don't know. I just can't. Yeah,
2: I mean – it's it's a kind of a it's a tricky situation because I mean with so many people who uh, can get it and not show symptoms or you know however long it takes for someone to show symptoms you don't know if someone already has it doesn't know they have it uh, it's 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 definitely an issue for for us at work I mean and I, I mean I don't want to you know shit on my company or anything it's but it's 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 a difficult decision for our bosses and stuff too because. You know, they're, they're trying to get us, you know, wipes and hand sanitizer and things. And they're trying to sanitize our trucks, you know, while, you know, while we're not in them, you know, at, at night or before work or whatever, uh, cause we have night guys who load our trucks and they're in our trucks as well. So there's other people, you know, uh, quote unquote cross contaminating, you know, if, if that if that kind of applies uh you know we don't know if they have anything to contaminate but it's still people touching other things that we're touching and it's it's like it's it's hard to 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 you know to take some of these things you know so lightly when it's such a serious matter i mean uh you know we're not only delivering or going into people's homes uh but you know, we're touching handrails, we're touching doorknobs. So we're trying not to. You know, we're letting other people open doors, or if we're going in and trying to distance them away, because you know, like like we said before, we don't know. But then we're also taking people's empty bottles, and they've touched all over those bottles, and it's like, what are we supposed to do? You know, uh, how it's just it's just really weird because. If we're trying to keep ourselves safe as well as the customers safe, then I don't understand why we're an essential business, basically. That's just my opinion. I mean, I know some other guys uh, that I work with feel the same way, but we're kind of a want more than a need, especially when there's salt and water at the store. Um,
0: Good point. That's a good point.
2: But, I mean, we do have customers, and obviously I know they don't want to, you know, they don't want (laughs) to... uh, you know, alienate the customers or, or, or leave the customers behind. Uh, I know it's a, it's, you know, it's a business and everyone's trying to stay working and I'm definitely, you know, very fortunate, uh, to work. Uh, you know, it's, so there's so many people who can't work right now and are getting laid off or whatever. So I'm, I'm very grateful to have a job, but at the same time, if one of us gets sick and doesn't know it, and gets an older elderly or younger person or whoever it seems like everybody can get it now is you know if they get we get them sick then we're just harming the customer you know and then if you know we start you know god forbid killing customers and don't know it we're we're out of business anyway you know what i mean so yes i just don't know what the right course of action is and I mean, I, I was lucky enough to move around some vacation time and I took Friday and today off, um, but I'm going back into work tomorrow. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a weird time. It, it, it's, it's kind of a, it's a very uncertain time. So I, you know, I don't know what, uh, uh I'm just trying to save as safe as possible,
0: you know? Yeah, That's ex- all I can. exactly. That's all you can do is stay as safe as possible. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's one of those times where you're, you're learning really what I mean. Obviously, staying in your house means and sure. it and what businesses are truly essential. So you, as you said, I mean, I mean, are what what specific businesses are essential? Food delivery, I mean, and delivery people to anything. I mean, truck drivers um, sure. are are definitely essential. You got to get things going to where they need to be. Um, and if they don't get there, then there's no food, then there's no water, then there's nothing in these stores. So yeah, definitely. Um, I keep, I say it over and over and over every day, but we're living in interesting times. This is, this is showing us so many things that I would have never even thought of before. Oh
2: yeah. It's, it's like a whole new world right now. And like, it's, it's hard to kind of wrap your head around it. But at the same time, you're kind of you're so instinctually just following these instructions to stay safe, you know, and at the same time, confused. <laughs> it's uh, I don't know where it's like working. We're working two parts of ourselves, it seems, at the same time, because we're just like, why, why? And what are we doing? And then we're just doing it, you know, so we can keep moving and like. Uh, do what we want to do in the future that hopefully you know, comes and yes. uh, it's, uh, it's, it's just very odd. It really, really is like, I, I really hope we don't have to worry about this in the next couple of months. Like, but I totally uncertain if that's ever going to happen. You
1: know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, who knows if this will last in uh, I mean, end of April, end of May, June, July, August. I mean, I hope it, I mean, it, it clears up I mean, within the next month or so. I mean, that would be awesome, but, uh, I just, I mean, knowing what we know about it right now and just the different States kind of peaking at different times, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm reasonably looking at this into June, July, Yeah. Ho- hopefully yeah. not into the fall, but you never know.
2: I, yeah. And, uh, and then there were so many other things going on or go, uh, spreading around, uh, like you know how will the summer change things and uh you know how how will the the, the heat you know do anything to it um but i mean i just don't i I don't know if that's been debunked yet or not officially i've heard so many different little things here and there about uh you know i listen to lately i've been listening to joe rogan a lot Mm -hmm. and there's been uh, quite a few different uh scientists and uh Researchers who are or, that he's had on uh, talk about certain things and how like the summer and the temperature is not going to affect this in certain ways. I mean, they're t- saying that UV light does stuff to it, but the temperature itself won't do things to it. And, and also, I mean, with us kind of just en- uh, just exiting winter, but in Australia, they're like they've been in summer for a, quite a while now and hadn't done anything to the virus, so it's just. Uh, there's so many things that they need to figure out and it's just, it's just, it takes a time, you know, it just takes a lot of time for them to, to get this stuff
1: worked out. I mean,
2: I'm no scientist, so I, I, I'm just hearing what other, you know, smart people are saying.
1: Oh yeah. (laughs)
0: Oh yeah. They, I mean the whole, the whole temperature thing, I don't understand where that came from because I mean, you got to think it, the virus lives with inside our body. Oh yeah. Once it invades, our body is. 97 98 degrees right right Fahrenheit. exactly why would 85 90 degree weather outside kill absolutely something exactly. like that so yeah, i don't know where that that sense. sort of thing got started but yeah that's that's pretty much been uh, dispelled it, i know the temperature thing but um anyways we, we could we do we could talk about this oh my god <laughs> thing all day long uh, sorry for but, going on the rant there I just went from work right into it <laughs> But what we're here for is somebody had to ask, and um, I want you to take two minutes and tell us your fandoms, what makes you you, um, what do you like, DC, Marvel, anything like that. I mean, what are you a fan of in regards to pop culture um, out there? Oh,
2: oh man, um, I am a big, I like movies a lot. Uh, I Man, I wish I could go see some, <laughs> but watching some here at home, <laughs> here and there. Um, God, when I was a kid, I'd be at Best Buy and buy as many DVDs as I could on Tuesday <laughs> when, when stuff, you know, came out on Tuesdays. <laughs> um, I, I, I play some video games. I, I'm more of a, of a PS4 guy rather than a, a, an Xbox guy. Um, I, I lean more toward Marvel than DC, uh, but I do like DC quite a bit. I, I just find that uh, it's a bit more confusing continuity wise uh lately within the past decade <laughs> than, it, than it kind of ever has been so it, it kind of steers me away from that um and also steers me toward character rather than uh, whole universe stories if, if that makes more sense um but with marvel uh I, i'm just i'm more of a Marvel guy movie wise obviously uh i i guess that's not obvious but um <laughs> i just find i guess i, I find the movies a, a lot more enjoyable uh, on the marvel side oh, yeah.
1: uh,
2: I'm, I'm i think very,
1: most,
0: most people do probably
2: yeah I, i'm very scared with the, the times the way they are not to get into the pandemic stuff but i mean with everything that's happening it's it's kind of uh that's an uncertain thing too you know movies and tv and everything so uh i'm hoping everything kind of resolves itself well with in the movies and tv stuff because i'm very excited for Uh, Like Black Widow, and you know now that that's got pushed back, and uh, all these other films coming out, Eternals, and and as well as the the Disney Plus stuff. I'm I'm very excited for that stuff. So, um, but on on the other hand, I mean, I just did my podcast with uh, my my buddy uh, Tyler Hoskin, um, and we just talked about a couple of the DC shows, uh, Supergirl and Batwoman, and uh, and and that whole situation and. You know those shows being stopped and and, and all that stuff. So uh, I I do like that, and that's mostly DC shows are on TV right now. So that's something our podcast has kind of been full of right now. But uh, but man, I can't wait to talk about the Marvel stuff. I I really can't. Um and, and we're not like a uh you know a, a podcast where we just talk about movies and, and things. We only do like superhero TV. That's kind of uh, our uh, niche. So. Uh, it's not that we're we're not watching or liking any you know movies or stuff. It's just the podcast is just centered around um, you know superhero television, uh, and and right now it's just mostly DC stuff. So we're excited though. We we uh, I and, and for me anyway. I I am a, a, I used to be a huge comic collector. Uh, right now it's just you know I haven't been collecting comics or reading comics for a little while. I wish I had. Um, but it's just, it gets a little bit expensive <laughs> oh, yeah. and, uh, oh, yeah. and, and, and I've, uh, I don't know. I think I've just fallen out of reading for a little while. Like I, I have, you know, little, uh, I, I guess times where I'll read a lot or I'll play video games a lot. And then, you know, a few months later, I'll just watch a lot of TV or, uh, it just kind of rotates that way for me. I, th- I feel sometimes, so uh right now i'm not in the in the you know getting absorbed in 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 comics and in reading right now but if there's something i'm really interested in that that i find i'll definitely seek it out and 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 try to get it read and uh you know absorb those stories because i i love those characters and you know all, all all characters too not just marvel and stuff but um it, it has been a while since i've read a good trade or, or anything like that i think the last full trade that i did read was spider-man life story i don't know if you've ever
1: uh, no i heard, have never read.
0: i'm not a big comic person i mean uh, unfortunately i've just gotten into it so mm-hmm. um well, I actually cool
2: uh i didn't mean to cut you off there uh, oh but go yeah, ahead i think this one is, is is really cool so if you're into spider-man um it's uh, written by uh, I think it's Chip Zdarsky I, I think it, I think it is if I'm wrong please someone correct me but um, he basically takes Spider-Man through the decades like five or six different decades in real time so it's no there's no continuity you need to know uh, or anything like that it starts like in the 60s when Stanley created him and then each book in like the five or six trades or five or six issues that the trade is, is him in the next decade. So, uh, it's like sixties, then it's in the seventies, then the eighties, then the nineties. And it tells a full life story of Spider-Man. And it's really good for someone who, you know, isn't in, you know, the know of all the different continuity that Spider-Man has kind of been in. And, uh, it's very very good the art's really good i don't know the artist so, uh, off the top of my head but it, the art is really really nice and it's it's very well told I, I i really like the story a lot but that is the like the last full trade that i have read in quite a while
1: uh
2: god i'm trying to think of a, <laughs> like i, I i'm uh, like right currently i'm playing horizon zero
0: dawn it's a that, three was, year that old. was the question i was going to ask what video game are you playing right now
2: yeah right well right now it's horizon zero dawn uh it's a three-year-old game for ps4 i bought it well, when it first came out and i don't know what i was playing at the time that kind of absorbed all my time instead of getting into this game uh, may have been injustice 2 or something like that but uh i played 10 minutes of this game three years ago and just put it down and within a lot like maybe a month ago i just started playing again and i'm almost done with the game now uh not 100 percent, but i'm i'm almost done with the story and it's fantastic i i want to kick myself for not playing this three years ago <laughs> but it's a fantastic game um it's beautiful it's kind of a mix of uh god of war red dead redemption 2 uh with the witcher it's it's, it's all it's all kind of that gameplay style, but in a future uh, post-apocalyptic type world where machines kind of took over the the world and uh, there was some, you know, you're a girl uh, who named her name is Aloy and uh, you, you, know, you get your bow and arrow and your spear and you hunt and you're trying to uh, protect the tribes and this and that and, you know find this, this there's this mystery with her and uh someone who sounds and 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 kind of looked like her 300 or so years ago and she's trying to follow this story and why the world is the way it is today and uh you know that you're playing it It's pretty cool it's it's definitely a lot of fun
1: hmm. really cool game well,
2: cool. Uh, But other than that, i mean yeah movies comics tv shows uh god i watched a lot of tv
1: (laughs) Um,
2: but that's me man and and i do my podcast it's called super boob tube dudes uh with tyler hoskins and uh and that's a lot of fun as well we try and do it weekly but uh with everything going on there's not really much superhero tv shows to talk about so uh, oh
1: yeah
0: all right so um (laughs) We'll transition to these questions because I'm, I want to get into a few of these because you did not really touch on these some of these, but there's oh. a specific area that I want to talk to you about. Oh, okay. Um, but, so we're here to play Somebody Had to Ask, and it's a segment where I ask a guest 20 questions, okay. some some dumb questions, some not so dumb, but most of them are dumb.
2: Um, I'll try not to uh, go too... Uh, too deep or too <laughs> questions. I know I talked a lot. you said two minutes and I feel, I feel like I oh out.
0: that's fine <laughs> but, all right. but this is all in hopes of, of answering asking these questions is having a good time getting to know you better um, and the only rule is that you can't answer yes or no okay. you yes. have to give your answer and elaborate I mean okay. these aren't yes or no questions so are you good with that yeah that's fine all right, so, and the only other part is you've never seen these questions, right? Yeah, I, haven't I these don't questions.
2: know one question you're going to ask,
0: so. Okay, perfect. So right. we'll, get it, we'll get right into this right now. Um, we all have that one word that we cannot spell correctly every single time we write it down. What is it, what is that word for you that you cannot get right? Diarrhea. Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> I, can,
2: I don't know and and that's the god's honest truth and not just to say it's funny when you when you asked that question that popped into my head i'm like i can never ever remember how to spell that damn word and it surprisingly it comes up you know it mostly in in fun or in jest or whatever but uh or talking with the fiance. <laughs> but i can't i cannot Ever spell that word?
0: I couldn't tell you how to
2: spell it right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a. I think it's that R H stuff that that's going yeah. on. Because I have a my the word that I have an issue with is rhythm. Every single time I try to write rhythm, <laughs> I write it incorrectly, and it's a R H Y T H M. I can't get that. I can never get it down, and I don't. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's i mean there, there's a lot of other scientific words that i can't write but that rhythm rhythm is just one that i cannot write everyday that, use the english language is very very
2: weird <laughs> but yeah that, that's my word it's uh it's a tough one for me every time <laughs> i just i just default to autocorrect correct
0: or voice to text i don't even bother trying to spell it anymore <laughs> well i have one of a one of, uh, one of my uh, colleagues, I'm sure he's listening to this, but uh, he has a problem with nausea. Can't oh, write yeah. nausea down. So yeah, that's frontier. Yeah, <laughs> we we talk about nausea, vomiting, diarrhea all the time in like uh, toxicology for drug effects sure. and things. And he he actually just abbreviates it NVD because he can't write it every time. It's <laughs> always wrong. That's so. funny. All right, so. I, I just want to say your Facebook feed is full of food.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, uh, an eater and a, and a lover of eating and
0: food <laughs> and, and, and you have, but you have a history with food, don't you? I mean, what didn't, did you go to school? Did you, I, I did. Um,
2: well I was, I've always been a, uh, an avid, uh, cooker, um, baker, uh, you know, I just picked it up really, uh, really early on as a, as a kid, uh, I like doing that, you know, with my mom and, you know, learning some stuff from my dad. My dad was a cook as well. Uh, not really a cook, but he, he cooked, he did a lot of the, the cooking in the, in the household, uh, in it, you know, when I was a little younger, but, uh, I went to, uh, La Cordon Blue for baking for the like one year baking program that ah. offer. Um, and I think now they're closed. Uh, I think they are uh, shut down and not just because of the virus. I think just they, they are shut down. Um, well, maybe that was a year or so ago that that happened. But yeah, it was always something I like to do. And I could tell you right now, like my first day there. I was like, this is not something I want to make a career out of. (laughs) And, (laughs) and that wasn't sure, you know, I was never sure. I, I, I kind of like felt like I was tricking myself into thinking that I should like doing something like that as a career. But, uh, you know, I didn't have like a trade or anything. And this was something I did after the military. And, and I I guess I should have started with this, but I mean, I was a cook in the Navy, Uh, uh, and that's what I did for, uh, I I went to Lacordon Blue. It was just something that uh, I felt like I wanted to get a little bit more professional, uh, you know, uh, teaching of, and, and you know, learn a little bit more professionally. But I uh, yeah, I went to boot camp, and I I they 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 call the school a school um, when you when you learn a trade, and that was the trade I learned. I I went to I was supposed to go to San Antonio, Texas to learn the, the cooking and, and baking side uh, you do like two weeks of each or something uh in the one month uh school before you get shipped off to wherever location uh you know you're gonna go to wherever you're supposed to be and i was in san diego because I'm, I'm from california and i was lucky enough to be only three hours away from uh, home when i was in port you know not on uh, not on the water but yeah, I, I learned how to cook, and I, I cooked for the crew, like over 3,000 people on my ship uh, that I was on. It was called the Boxer, and it's like a, uh, an amphibious ship, smaller than a carrier, but acted as the carrier in our fleet. And it was more of, you know, we had helicopters and Harrier uh, jets and things like that. But yeah, I cooked and learned how to bake by the baker that was there, and then that was kind of my thing uh, for like more, most of the time on my ship, I baked for the crew and, oh man, it was such a better position than, than cooking too. <laughs> oh really? Oh yeah. Cause I was mostly by myself and with a couple, uh, uh, they call them FSAs, food service, uh, assistants. And those were people of different jobs that had to do mess duty. And they did it for three to six months at a time. And they would swap out with Uh, newer you know newer uh sometimes newer but uh other people from different jobs on the ship that hadn't done mess duty yet so every three or six months they would rotate in and out and they would you know we'd have to teach them how to do certain things and they'd clean you know for us and and take out the trash so we wouldn't have to leave our cooking stations uh they would help out and uh so it was just man it was just me in the bake shop nice like all the ventilation was awesome in there because it was like nice (laughs) and cool oh it sucked when you're out in the hot countries and are on the water where it's really really hot like in dubai and bahrain out out east uh you know the middle east and everything it it gets hot and in the (laughs) in the main galley uh where i first originally trained with everybody and 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 cooked all the ventilation it was hot as hell in there so when i was in the bake shop i was literally chilling (laughs) it was it was great Uh, But yeah, it was, it was, it was almost just like me working, you know, I was like the boss kind of, you know, obviously under uh, the higher ups that, you know, that I had to work under, but they weren't like breathing down my neck. So I'm, you know, I'm in the bake shop kind of running the show and it was great. You know, I got to kind of, you know, gain some leadership uh, abilities and things like that in there and. Uh, you know, I kind of created the menu and would have to do stores and take orders for them to bring up food for me and things like that. So I wanted to learn more of a technical side of baking and cooking when I went to Le Cordon Bleu. And when I was there and uh, I first started, like I said, I was just, I realized I don't want to do this, <clears throat> excuse me, for, for people, <laughs> you know, I like doing this mostly for myself or yeah. you know, my family, uh, you know, to people close to me rather than the very uh uh what was the word i'm trying to use um entitled (laughs) people uh and i just don't want to cook for assholes (laughs) you know there there you go Uh, (laughs) and so i i had to do a externship they called it at la cordon blue and i worked for a big shop after i got out for about a you know year or so and then uh and then I just found different work. Um, I was doing some college classes and things like that. And, and, uh, and then I just found different work and it just kind of, it led me to Ohio and doing what I'm doing now.
0: Cool. Cool. All right. <laughs> so, so we've been talking about, um, your history with food and cooking and going to school. And I, uh, so what, is your favorite meal to cook to make Uh, to prepare um, out of anything
2: see that it's a tough one i mean i i really do like a lot of different food um and i i I like to make a a few different things but i i I love a good ribeye steak so i i really like doing that um i like to grill out you know whether it's on you know gas or charcoal or whatever and i know some people have a preference and whatnot um, and I, I like cooking over like right over like wood fire. If I can get every, if I can get a chance to do that. Um, and I am lucky to have a uh, a, uh, like a fire pit in the back. Oh of. yeah. And I like, I like doing that uh, a lot, um, when I can, uh, but it, it gets so rainy here in Ohio sometimes, and it's just really hard to do that sometimes. But uh, if I ever get a chance to, and on the light of fire, and, I, and you know what really kind of upsets me sometimes is that, uh, I guess I, w- I wouldn't say it upsets me, but it's, I feel bad wasting a, a fire pit, you know, uh, or wasting the, the the coals on just one thing to cook, you know. So, like, also, uh... you know what I mean? Like you make a fire, and and you're like, I'm going to cook this on the fire. And, you know, I have little old gr- grill grates from an old grill that uh, just kind of took a crap on me a few mm-hmm. years. ago. And I just I, I set up a whole thing where I could lay them uh, on the uh, on the fire pit. And it's like perfect. It's just perfect for for doing what I want to do. But like I I hate wasting those coals after I cook one thing or there's chicken or beef or whatever. Um, I you know, it's the coals are just wasted you know whether it's real wood or uh or or actual charcoal themselves but i just feel like man i wish i could have used these coals more
1: (laughs) oh yeah i get
0: that i get that too i mean when i've because i grill out a lot and um i'm just kind of like um i wish i could i mean there's only three of us here i mean we make whatever food you need to make and then hey, there's still plenty of usable coal there um, right. that you could use for quite a while and, and make yeah. more things. And it's like, oh, I don't need to make any more, so why would I? Exactly. But I mean, I would love to be able to make more, but that probably explains why I'm 50 pounds overweight. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a, you don't want to waste more
2: food just to cook it, but you're like, man... <laughs> this <These coals.
1: laughs> this this
2: wood that i burned it could be used but yeah yeah that that's something i like to do i, I like to grill out a lot i i do the most of the cooking in the house mm-hmm. um which is fine but i mean it's definitely not a complaint cuz uh i like what i cook um
0: well and you're obviously good at it too so
2: yeah, I, it's you know it's just something that that i've kind of grown to to learn how to do and uh it's something that kind of it's calming, you know. When, when things work out, <laughs> so I, I, <laughs> I will get upset at some things or just being stupid, like I forgot this or forgot that. You know, that's a that's a thing that happens <laughs> often. Uh, and <laughs> uh, with with baking and stuff, that's a that's a big big, big no no mistake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but because that is more of a science than than cooking is, oh, yeah. you can just whip whatever up if you're cooking. Um,
0: so on that note um I, i've been i mean i think chopped is one of the best reality tv shows of all time Um yeah, and people whipping great. things up and coming up with ideas just i mean you see the basket you see the ingredients now you got to mm-hmm. do something with it how would you probably fare on a show like that would you do well would you think honestly i'd
2: think- I- I don't think I would on And the reasoning behind that is not that I couldn't make something, but there are a lot of technical things and there's a lot of memorization that those uh, cooks on chopped have it, with certain sauces, names, uh, types of sauces, how to make them uh, types of just different types of things that they make on that show. They have that ingrained in them already, whether that's from being a sous chef or, you know, just the plain old memorization game that they play in their head. Uh, some of those things I don't know how to do. And, I mean, I could do them quite easily if I learned how to do it. Uh, but on the spot like that on the show, I don't think I could pull that off. Uh, however, I, I don't, I wouldn't say that I wouldn't be able to make a meal out of some of those things. I just wouldn't be able to have any, uh, the, the, te- the technical things to uh uh to kind of back me up if if that makes sense
1: oh yeah
0: that makes sense i um, I, I watched that show and like there was a we, me and my kid we were watching a show yesterday and they, it was like blue crab chocolate whiskey
1: uh, oh.
0: some sort of greens i don't even know what they were they were some sort of i don't i, I don't even recall and then some other oddball ingredient and i'm like i don't even know how someone comes up with something within minutes of right. of figuring well, see, or that, looking at the basket
2: right and, and that's another thing too i mean they've probably worked with things like that before so many times so that's why it's so easy i mean because these people go through a thousand different like these people meaning chopped go through like a thousand different cooks just to narrow it down to four you know yeah, so it's true. They, they these guys are the top of the top, just to win the top spot on Chopped. And I didn't mean that to rhyme or anything, but <laughs> but it's true. It's just they they go through so many hoops and so many challenges before they can make that show. So they need to know what what they're doing. And honestly, if I tried to do that show, I would be probably out in the first or second round <laughs> just to get on the show. Uh, uh just because just because I don't know some of the you know the, the memorized sauces and things uh in different techniques that I you know would need to know. Yeah. And I mean I, I feel confident in knowing that I would not know how to do that, <laughs> um, and, and, and it's and that and that's that's totally cool. I mean, I do like the show. I think it is fun, and I do call those people dumbasses when they screw up on the show.
1: <laughs> you well, know, it's, it's like it's oh, idiot.
2: Why? Right? You're it's... like, why did you make that sauce so runny? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think it's I think it's important though what you said just a minute ago about you know what you can't do, and that's I mean right. that's. That's the the mark of any rational, intelligent person. They know huh, thank you. what they can't do, and they won't. I mean, they don't portray that they could do that sort of thing. So,
2: right. I mean, yeah, I'm just, not cocky in in that sense. So, like, I, I would. That's just a little bit too cocky for some. Some people are like that. I mean, and and it can kind of get them far if they know they can back it up, but. I and mean, i i know i know that i that i couldn't um yeah, it would be exactly. a there's, there's a lot me.
0: of stuff that i know i don't know and i would not even attempt it i'm not bob vila i do not do home improvement <laughs> right. things like large scale home improvement because i know i don't do i mean i just can't do it i'm not a handy guy so
2: yeah
1: i mean and um, and
2: that's stuff that that, that can really easily be easily be learned and i always love like wood shop and things like that and god i when i when i when i see people do those things um you know and even just like watching home improvement or whatever you know you're like man i could totally do that if i had every machine i needed to do it and the money to buy the wood
1: yeah exactly uh,
2: (laughs) So like i i because it just feels like puzzles that you have to make the puzzle pieces for and like lego is a huge thing that i like to do i just put a set together this morning um like i just i love puzzles jigsaw puzzles is a thing that i that i really enjoy uh when i you know have the patience to to sit there and do them and and just like i I said before like i had bouts of reading or tv or video games like it's same thing with puzzles like i'll do one or two and then i'll step away from it for a couple months you know and then i'll go back and 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 go back into that sort of category if you will but yeah i mean same with like with the woodwork and and cooking it it feels like it's puzzles you know you just have to create the pieces to make you know the shelf or whatever it is or dish that you want to you know to create and i like that creation aspect of it too because it's yours it's like no one could um, i mean you could make a recipe people could follow it but it's still so especially with cooking uh and not just baking but cooking in general is it's it's your own thing and that's what I really like about that. It's it's you're creating something, you know, and it tastes good.
0: <laughs> exactly. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Hopefully it tastes good. Yeah. On that, on <laughs> well, that <we> note. <laughs> on that note, something that tastes good. Condiments. What is your favorite French fry condiment? Um honestly,
2: I try not to uh put too many condiments on my french fries but if i were i would uh oh let me let me let me rephrase so if i was getting french fries from say like a fast food place or whatever um it would probably uh and i'm not picking the best french fries or anything but if i went to say burger king i had french fries i would probably get uh a honey mustard and ranch just because and I, I i'm not the biggest uh ketchup guy um
0: yeah i'm not know. either <laughs> I'm
2: not, i mean and i would i don't have uh uh you know an issue with mayonnaise on my french fries
0: either i know people have a have an uh, issue that's my favorite mayo on yeah. french fries oh man i mean it's so just good oil you know that's all it is
2: in you know emulsified so it, it's people have such a weird thing like I'll make my grilled cheese with mayo. over Yes, butter. yes, yes, yes. I mean, be, because butter will burn faster than eggs and oil will burn. That And you'll get a nice, you'll get a better brown on the bread than butter will give you.
0: And it's just, it's kind of, it's just a proven thing.
1: <laughs> see, folks, see, uh,
0: listen to this guy because he knows the, <laughs> I, I, I am, I am a huge proponent of mayo for grilled cheese, so... I right.
2: am the bread, biggest fan of that. You know, any bread, you're toasting buns for burgers or whatever, same thing. I mean, oh, yeah. if you're putting it, I mean, it, especially if you're putting it over the fire, because you're putting butter on bread over the fire for like a burger or whatever, that is really going to burn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's. Uh, I think I would, I would rather go with nothing than anything, honestly, if you're okay. asking for condom, but if I had to choose, it would be like a a ranch. Uh, Have you, I don't know if you've, have you ever been to Wingstop? Do you have Wingstop where you're at? I'm sure you do. Yep. We have Wingstop up here. I always get an extra ranch for the fries at Wingstop Mm -hmm. because that, that is the best. Their ranch is amazing at Wingstop.
0: It is the, the one that it's here that we go to occasionally. It, it is really good ranch. So yeah, I think that might be my choice if I had to choose. Uh, it would be ranch. Okay, cool. I, <laughs> I no, I I like that because I mean I, I I'm a big mayo guy. I I have really bad feelings about ketchup. I I say ketchup is for toddlers and uh, Donald <laughs> Trump supporters. But <laughs> uh, but that's neither here nor there. So <laughs> right. right. <laughs> All right. So, um, you know, are, are you privy to the uh, hot dog being a sandwich um, discussion? Um, uh, yeah,
2: I mean, I, I, I know what it is. I think okay. I, we, we may have had a, uh, a back and forth on, on this, uh, not negatively or anything, but I think we have talked about this online before it's come up.
1: OK, so um,
0: so not that's not even the question. You know, sure. a hot dog is a sandwich or is not a sandwich. Doesn't matter. But right. what I wonder is, is a chicken nugget a meatball?
2: Um, That's a good question. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to think about it, I guess. Uh, I, I I guess you, you can fry meatballs. Uh, but I, I think it's more of a tiny chicken patty than a meatball. Ah, good
0: way to look at it.
2: You wouldn't call a chicken patty a meatball, you know, no. or a fried chicken sandwich. You wouldn't call that chicken a meatball, right? That's true. I would have to say it's a tiny, it's a miniature chicken patty.
0: Yeah, I like that answer.
2: Yeah, and yeah, this is... it... <laughs> oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was just, it's just funny because I, it's something I literally just thought of on the top of my head. I've never thought of anything. I've never <laughs> thought of a question or to ask that to myself before, but that's really interesting. And yeah, that'll take that. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So this will be the last food question on here. Um, okay. Uh, what are your top three favorite spices to cook with?
2: Oh, um, I loved smoked paprika. Excuse me. Smoked paprika oh uh, yeah uh that is, it's really really good um it's amazing on like a ribeye steak or yes
0: steak. i can't go without smoked paprika
2: it's it's so so good because it, it smells like you kind of smoked it <laughs> but you know you haven't you still have that that flavor um and then pepper like fresh ground black pepper uh and i and then they just salt because it is like you have to have flavor and you're not going to get flavor from spices without a, a salt, uh, any type of salt <laughs> other than iodized salt, never cook with iodized. salt. <laughs> just Don't do it. Yeah, it's too well. salty. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I, 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 I can agree with that. Yeah. Um, um yeah, but, go ahead. Oh, go I, was gonna, I was just going to, I was just going to say, yeah, um, I, I'm a huge smoked paprika and then I have some hot paprika I always I keep around here some really hot stuff.
1: Oh, and I've never had hot paprika.
0: Yeah, it's some good stuff. And then um I I'm a huge I mean chili pepper fan. So
1: yeah.
0: I I always have some sort of habanero or maybe some sort of uh like ghost or, or reaper pepper floating around here, powder. Like sauce plates. or powder? Yeah, usually, usually it's powder. I'll put powder on anything right. tacos, burgers, chili, nice. spaghetti. I mean, any sort of pasta. Um, I, I will put any sort of pepper powder or any sort of flakes that I've made um, uh, on anything like that. And I mean, it's, I, I will, I mean, lightly season mashed potatoes with pepper powder i i i i am a big chili pepper fiend so
2: that's awesome yeah i i I mean if you were gonna ask me my top five i think hot uh uh like just chili flakes like red red pepper chili flakes that that is definitely uh one that i use quite often as well it's it's really good
0: okay so out of the food questions finally so (laughs) we're now into different things um favorite planet in the solar system completely different topic favorite planet in the solar system yeah not earth cannot be
2: uh sure um i i i have always been partial to jupiter and why is that i uh i think that it it should because it's so damn big and it's got that one little ring (laughs) (laughs) and i don't know it's just it's a beautiful looking planet when we've like I guess when NASA or whoever's been taking, you know, those microscope, uh, photos of the planet, it's just, it's really, it's a gorgeous looking planet. And I dig that. I think it's really really cool. And I like the orange and the different, different swirly colors of the planet. Uh, I don't know. It just, it makes me happy when I see them.
0: (laughs) Oh no, it's, it's a beautiful looking planet. I mean, from any sort of, I mean, image, what we get from NASA or any of the uh,
1: um,
0: telescopes out there, but I, I've always been a fan of Neptune and I don't know why, but maybe just the, just (laughs) the bluish color. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean,
0: that's a really pretty one as well. I mean, the juvenile one would have been Uranus, but we're not going there. (laughs) Yeah. I, but the, uh, uh, yeah, Neptune for me, I, uh, I asked the kid the other day and he said, he said Jupiter as well. So, oh, nice. He's got good taste. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, I'm, 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 i believe you're a lot younger than me. probably, if I had to guess I'm going to be 34 in August. Oh, well, you're not, you're five years younger than me. So, okay. 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 Uh, so, so, so you remember, or do you remember the old school encyclopedia? Like Encyclopedia Britannica, any of like was
2: like a whole bunch of it was a whole bunch of them. It was it wasn't yes. just one. Yeah. Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. How they were broken down by letter or even right. multiple right. version, multiple issues ver or numbers per. I mean, letter or whatever. Yeah, I get um, what you mean. Yeah. So so if you were told you could only keep one volume of the encyclopedia and trash all, all the rest. what letter would you keep
2: oh this is good this is an interesting question i don't know um i think i'd have to go with an initial of mine so it would have to be either d or s that i would take and i'm thinking i would go with d um because honestly i i I would be a little bit more interested in what the D's <laughs> what the D has to say, I guess if that's <laughs> not right. Um, but uh, I don't know. There, there's so many,
0: uh, I, don't, I think I'm going to leave it at that. I'll go with D. <laughs> okay. No, that's, that's a good answer. I, I, have I've never really thought about this question and just now I figured, Hey, I'm going to go with G because oh, G would be I was a little as a younger kid I was always like heavily into like Greek mythology so if there was a G if, if g under greek or greece or, sure. or whatever so I could learn about mythology and just I, mean, I always thought that was pretty neat so I would I would stick with g nice
2: Ooh, the silence oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'd actually put that on mute on accident but oh um, shoot <laughs> yeah. uh, music question for you now okay don't, don't hate me <laughs> and no I've, I've i've asked this question to other people and this is a recurring question here if okay. you could explode one musical artist off the face of the other, boom they're native they, they no longer exist
1: you oh, can explode no. them
0: there's no repercussions to it either you're not going to jail you're not i mean whatever Uh, who would you pick and why
2: i oh i don't know um i don't know let's see any musical artist i can jettison off the planet or from past or present um this is a really tough one now because i i'm not the the most uh music uh I don't know the not the biggest music guy. Uh, I know that sounds weird. Um, it, it's just it's just the truth. Like I, I like old music. I like like I like classic rock and and and, and music of like the '70s uh, and and stuff like that. But um, to jettison someone off is a tough question. This is honestly really really difficult for me. So, <laughs>
1: um,
2: uh, uh, get rid of you two. Just get rid of you two.
0: <laughs> I love that answer.
2: <laughs> and 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 it's it's just because I they're so annoying. <laughs> bon-
0: they, Bono is just a
1: prick.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're the and not anything anything personally or uh, but. I think that I, I would be less annoyed if they didn't, uh, you know, enter my ears on the radio or anything like that. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> and and there's and it, I mean, honestly, they they have a few good songs that I don't mind, um, and I don't ask me to name them because it's not uh, it's not a thing that I'm very good at. <laughs> no, 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 you're right. A few
0: good songs. Few. Yes,
2: yes, but uh, but yeah, I think if I never heard them again, I wouldn't be mad.
0: <laughs> hey i'm i'm okay with that answer let's just a right lot next. of people like them a little bit too much <laughs> if you ask me yeah i mean they have their dedicated fans but i just i just can't i mean bono does a lot of good work i think but i just can't stand the guy i, I don't there's something <laughs> about his personality something about him the way he comes off they could be the best band in the world. And I still probably wouldn't like them because of him.
2: Oh no. <laughs>
0: so yeah, I, I like your answer there. All right. Well, that's good. All enough. Right. For me. <laughs> so movies, in your opinion, what is the best comic book film made ever made? In my opinion, the best comic
2: book film ever made. Um, It's a, Toss up, I I think I, I I absolutely love Captain America: Civil War. It might be my favorite. It's my favorite MCU movie uh, out of out of all of them, and I love Infinity War, and uh, an End like quite a bit. But those are movies, and they are super comic book movies. Like, but they are like the. Uh, the graphic novel trade that you need that the, you know that's at the end of everything that's kind of started obviously because that's kind of what it is but as a solo movie i think captain america winter soldier is my favorite comic book movie
0: so winter soldier or civil war did i say civil war uh, Captain yeah, Amer- yeah you said civil war at the beginning Oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. Not Civil War. Captain America Winter Soldier. Ah, okay. I got you right there, because that's my favorite. So I I, I wondered there. Um, yeah,
2: no. Civil War is great too. It's it's not the best. I, I like I liked what they did with the villain and everything. Um, you know, especially how we carried over from uh from Winter Soldier, but uh I think uh Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, Winter Soldier, I mean, it's 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 a comic book superhero movie. It's a um, thriller. Suspecty. It's a yeah. old school spy movie. I mean, it's, yeah. it's multiple movies wrapped up in the one.
1: And... I,
2: it's like it's like a James Bond movie with superheroes on crack. That's kind of how yeah. I, <laughs> and that's what I really like about it. <laughs> I think it, it pulls that off. It, it the seriousness pulls is is just uh, uh really well done like it feels really serious and it's also very light and very like digestible as just a comic book movie uh but it's it's awesome and i love the uh <laughs> i really love the uh arnim zola part and i i would hope that that character could come back as the comic booky, <laughs> you know guy in a you know face in a suit <laughs> sort of sort of look as well because I think that's uh I think that's just a lot of fun. But yeah,
0: that would be really neat.
2: But yeah, that, that that's my answer. It's it's such a good movie. I, I it's one of the it's probably the only Marvel movie I could watch over and over and over again. Um you know other than say uh like a uh, endgame or or uh infinity war because i i can watch those all day but i, I really like those kind of back to back
0: oh yeah those i think that that's the tremendous i mean it, it is one movie essentially i mean yeah. into, um split into two parts but i i did that the other day i watched infinity war and then Endgame back to back you know such it is such a tremendous experience i mean yeah and i wish i could have gotten to that to see both of them back to back in the theater
2: that oh my god great. that would have been a really cool thing to 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 experience i mean that's something that they've never done so i mean i'd be really down for that oh yeah uh, but yeah and it's weird like because i could watch bits and pieces of both those movies uh you know over a great distance of time <laughs> like i i started watching endgame last week and only watched like I don't know, an hour or a half hour, 40 minutes of it. And like I could just drop it and then pick up where I left off anytime I wanted. <laughs> you know, and I like that about those movies. They're so long. It's kind of hard to just, you know, unless you're playing an event to sit down and watch it. Um, it's it's nice to just pick up and be like, oh, yeah, here's some really good parts I'm about to get into and just watch an hour of it or you know, 40 minutes or whatever and, and finish it over a span of time rather than sit down and watch the whole thing. And, and, it's not, and those are, like, not, not a lot of movies I can do that with. I think it's mostly just with Infinity War and, and Endgame that I can, you know, and I'm not picking pieces out of order, but just
0: slowly watch the movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, exactly. <laughs> I, I I get you. I get that. I like that. I like doing that a lot. Yeah. So, more TV, cartoons, animated series, best... TV or cartoon theme song to ever exist.
2: Um the Ninja Turtles theme song.
0: Ah <laughs> yeah. The 80s. That's a good one. That's it's yeah. Just, that's
2: It's so rock and roll
0: and the animation that goes along with it is just so great. <laughs> it, re- it really is. Well, it, uh, it, it kind of like just I mean when I see that animation and I hear that song, it just takes me back immediately. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I mean, I, a lot of people say DuckTales or... That's, um, that's
2: great, too. That's um, great, too, but...
0: Yeah, yeah I, I think, yeah, that one's... that That is right up there. Uh, I mean, TV show-wise, I've always maintained Perfect Strangers. I'm not sure if you've watched a lot of that.
2: I, I haven't. I know of it. I don't know the theme song, though.
0: And then... um, uh, Was it Perfect Strangers? And then... Where in the world is Carmen San Diego?
2: Yes, that's a that's a good
0: <laughs> that is a good one too. But,
2: um, yeah. but yeah, so you you asked me TV as well. Yeah, um, that's a good one. I I, I don't know uh, theme song. there's not something I think about a lot. Um, I like lots of different TV, but and so many theme songs are like a few notes now. You know, there's not many theme songs.
0: Yeah, these days there is no, I mean, the, I mean it's a few notes. It's a, a 15 second thing, but it's right. not a theme song anymore.
2: Right. Well, uh, so if I'm going, well, I'm going more recent here. So don't take, you know, everybody listening. Don't be like, oh, he didn't think of this from the 80s or whatever. But I'm going recent because it's just one of my favorite shows right now. And it's just super funny. And I think theme song is just like, it pumps you up to get ready to laugh your ass off at you know at this show like it just it just sets you up to just like really enjoy what's gonna happen And i think that is uh well god what's the show oh brooklyn 99 uh, okay da, 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 da. it's just like it's <laughs> like come come on let's it's time to laugh that's kind of how i feel the theme <laughs> song makes me feel and it's good i I really enjoy that and it's not like a song but it is you know it's it's theme music and i i I, I dig it i think it's a lot
0: of fun yeah i i I watched the first season of that and i never got back to it but i need to keep getting back to it but i just haven't been able there's so much out there man it's just
2: yeah well what's great about the show is because it's it's so so short episodes just the little half hours and i was like you like i stopped watching the show after like season four and then I was like, yeah, I canceled. So I was like, ah, screw this show. They canceled it. Damn. And then they brought it back. And now I'm like, oh, crap. I'm three or four seasons behind again or whatever. Um, and I, I, I went back. I didn't go all the way back and start from the beginning. But I guess I forgot where I left off. So I just started with season four. And I tell you, I should have never stopped watching that show. <laughs> it's, it is freaking <laughs> funny, man. It is so good. And like I highly suggest you getting back into it. And funny enough, um, I just started watching episode one today before we started. I only watched about five minutes of it. Oh, but, nice. Uh, because uh, my buddy Tyler Hoskins, who's, uh, who I do super boob tube dudes podcast with, he created a Facebook page and podcast called Bing Pod. And uh, Bing Pot is just a, a, a word that the Captain Holt uh, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll, say like, like kind of like, like a bingo or Eureka type word for him. <laughs> and so we did a little play on words and called it Bing pod and he's doing the first couple episodes of the podcast today. So that's why I was catching up on the first episode. Huh. Um, that's cool. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be pretty funny. It's kind of like a episode to episode, uh, podcast for the show which sounds like a
0: lot of fun yeah i'll definitely check that one out because uh, from from everything i saw in the first season i absolutely loved it so yeah i it's
2: good it's evolved really well like they have they have taken the characters in really really cool directions you know drama wise uh but the comedy it never fails like every episode is a really good episode and there's no filler in this show they they really take
0: the time to make it good, and that I really appreciate that in, in TV these days. Oh yeah, yeah. So this kind of kind of this question kind of uh, maybe piggybacks off this a little bit in the previous film discussion. But what is one film or TV show that when it's actually on TV, you will stop whatever you're doing and you just watch it, no questions asked? Like live. Yeah, live. Yeah, you're 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 in you're you're walking through the TV's on, you're walking through your living room wherever you might be and you, you're actually doing something but you see that this show's on TV or this movie's on TV and you'll actually stop and sit down and watch part of it.
2: Um anytime like Home Alone is on, I <laughs> will I'm not even joking. Any time of the year I will watch Home Alone. Uh that also goes for like Captain America, Winter Soldier, you know, any Marvel movie really doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be a specific Marvel movie. I'll watch any Marvel movie that's on TV. Um, Back to the future. Most specifically, I will watch any back to the future all the time. Anytime. Uh, You know, one, two, three, doesn't matter. I don't have a preference. I think the whole, I think the whole trilogy is one story. Uh, Oh yeah. Yep. So I don't, I, I don't, you know, say I like which one better because it's all one movie to me. <laughs> I mean, the, all three movies take place in like a month. <laughs> so it's, it's all one movie. One that I don't know how this kid, <laughs> Marty doesn't have, you know, uh, really terrible, uh, uh issues or PTSD for <laughs> all of this stuff. But, um, but yeah, it's all one movie to me. Uh, and I, those, and then, you know, see TV though. Um, well, uh, speaking of uh, Brooklyn 99 9 they don't show very many reruns of that. So if that was on TV, I would stop and watch those because they're f- all funny. Um, okay. but, uh, but any, but right now, any show that's kind of on TV right now, I will always stop and watch Seinfeld, uh, The Office.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
2: uh, another one they don't show very often anymore, King of the Hill. I would always stop and watch oh, that because that's, that's funny.
0: Yeah, that's a good one.
2: Um, But yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, right. And I don't watch very much like reality TV or anything like that. Uh, I mean, I do watch, you know, some reality TV when my fiance watches some, like she'll watch 90 day fiance, which is just absolute trash TV, but (laughs) I I like yelling at those idiots Uh, (laughs) and, uh, Honestly, well, I don't know how it happened, but she got me into the Jersey Shore <laughs> and the, <laughs> the uh, uh, family vacation, the new stuff they, they do, and also F- uh, Florida Bama. <laughs> it's, uh, those are, uh, it's, it's the worst trash TV, but I am sucked into those damn people.
1: <laughs> and uh, I, I it's
0: have, I've been sucked into uh, my wife watches like a lot of the Real housewife shows oh i'm so glad I don't and, watch that. <laughs> and some of those spinoffs and i have i've watched them and i'll, I'll I, I mean they are what they are <laughs> they're not, yeah, it's uh, not yeah. good tv but i enjoy them for what they are right, right. right. so i've seen pretty <laughs> yeah. much every up until about a year or two ago I've seen, i saw like every episode of like atlanta new york oh, beverly hills no. or whatever orange county whatever they were calling it yeah it's, yeah it's, so yeah, that's I I get my plenty of my reality TV. <laughs> yeah, so you you know what I mean then. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, and, and, and honestly, that is like all the reality TV I watch. Other than like if we're if I'm in
0: bed or whatever, I'll watch Doctor Pimple Popper. <laughs> that's something I'll watch too. <laughs> my kid uh, was actually just talking about that yesterday, and I have not watched that one time. It's. It's actually really interesting. Like I, I find a doctor
2: very interesting. She knows what she's doing, you know, I it, and you get sucked into like these people's lives. Like, how can you live 25 years of this giant lump on your shoulder? You know, how can how can you live like that? How how can you not go to the doctor to get that looked at in that amount of time? And so it's, it's just it's absolutely fascinating. And then when she relieves those people of this, not not necessarily it's not it's not always pain but when they relieve them of this this burden or this lump or whatever it is it's like so satisfying <laughs> and and it just it's re- it can be gross sure but it's it's like man this person must
0: feel so much better and it, it's just it's really satisfying to watch uh, <laughs> and that's what that's what he said that's what he he was like it just it, it's interesting that i mean these people I mean, they're walking around with this and they, they've not done anything with it. And and now it's, they they feel a lot better after they're done.
1: I yeah,
2: mean. it's it's really it's like uh, and I don't want to make it gross. Right. But it's like it's like, you know, you're going to the bathroom. It's just it's like the relief. You're watching oh. another person find relief and you're just like, it's not gross. Like like going to the bathroom, you know, if you're the way I'm thinking of it or saying it. But it's it's very similar to that. You're just like. Ah, finally they—they're like they're kind of at peace, <laughs> you know, with a little part of their life, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, I think those are really the only, uh, well, you know, uh, reality TV things that I kind of get into.
0: And I don't know how I got into it. I think I just brought it up, but um, yeah. So before the whole virus COVID nineteen stuff wreaked havoc out there, um, what was the last film that you saw in the theater before they shut down?
2: The last film we saw, uh, my fiance Whitney and I, we went to go see Knives Out. I think. I think that was the last movie I saw. And I mean, God, we wanted to go see a few different more, a few more movies. we just never had a chance to. I, I really, you know, I really wanted to go, you know, financially and time-wise and things like that. Um, God, I, I can't remember what else I wanted to see. Um, I didn't go. We didn't go see Frozen. Um, we still haven't watched that yet. Um, that's on Disney Plus and everything. It's but, it's good. Yeah, a lot of people are saying it's really really good and, and you know very fun and and I, I do want to check it out. Or just we just haven't sat down and, and done it, but new movies that release, like we just watched um i think the last movie i saw at home here was uh the room and that's the the horror movie the room
0: that came uh, out is, last that, uh, is that on shutter
2: yeah yeah um
0: yeah we got it on the on the plex through uh through uh, uh yeah yeah uh, I, I saw the, that um i i've i haven't watched all of it yet but I've, so far what I've seen is good.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's okay. Uh Whitney didn't like it very much, but I, I enjoyed it. I find I find it interesting. I ho- I like the whole, you know, kind of grant you wish kind of kind of stuff. I think it's it's interesting how people, you know, either react or the the wishes they make and the choices they they make and the consequences that follow. I think that's really interesting. Um, it's not as scary as, you know, you might think it could be, but it's like Man, these these people are making these decisions and the situations, and <laughs> it's it's uh, it's not as horror movie as you might think, but yeah. I guess it's in that category because it's definitely not like slasher, or scary, or anything
0: like that. Yeah, definitely. It's um, just very interesting, and weird. That that's a, a better that, description. That is a good way to say it, weird. Yeah, I mean, um, I haven't I've been told the last act is pretty good. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, so I. But what is that? The, no, the uh, last the, act of the room.
2: Oh, the last yeah. act of the movie. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. La,
0: the third final act or whatever.
2: Um, yeah, it's, that is very interesting. I, I found the the end of it like, oh, this is kind of cool. The, like the okay. way they thought of how to get out of certain things and 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 not relive the same situation that happened to the family before and stuff. So they they're a little bit smarter than uh, than than the other family, I guess. I guess the, the way <laughs> But it, uh, it all kind of worked out based on their wishes and stuff. so it, it's, it's it's interesting. I, I suggest finish it. it. It's not very long
0: so
1: oh no I, yeah I, it's uh, on
0: my it's on my schedule for probably tonight, tomorrow night somewhere around there. Right. Uh, so this might be you might have already answered this question
1: okay. but
0: if you could recommend one film or TV show that you personally think is underrated by a lot of people, what would you suggest that we watch?
2: Um new or any movie?
0: Anything. Anything. A long Kiss Goodnight. A long Kiss Goodnight. And why
2: ever talks about it? It is one of the best nineties rated R films. And also, Gina Davis is absolutely underrated in the uh woman lead action stars when everyone brings that that topic up and they're like oh you know uh, daisy ridley is you know a lead actor she's a female and and then everyone's like well what about uh uh you know laura croft tomb raider or you know what about uh uh ripley Or, or and no one ever brings up gina davis she is a badass in that movie and samuel jackson is hysterical too but (laughs) she is never brought up in that discussion and that one movie will change your mind (laughs) about her anyway in an action role and i wish she did more of them back in the day um because i mean she's done her funny stuff and beetlejuice is cool and all that and she's done her drama and everything you know league of their own and whatever kind of tv shows she did in the last decade or whatever but that movie is an action movie you need to see if you haven't seen it. Um because she's she's just great. Samuel Jackson's hilarious.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember movie. him being hilarious. I need to revisit that movie though. It's been it, oh, it's man. been five, ten years since I've seen it. I mean it's yeah, been a while. I, I,
2: kinda, I like to watch it once every couple of years, uh just to kind of revisit it. But um it's one of those like 90s action movies that no one really ever talks about anymore and it was it's just extremely underrated today i mean no one ever talks about it so whenever people ask me this type of question i try and bring that up because more people need to see it because it's just it's really really good it really really is I, i enjoyed it a lot i never saw it in the theater i was probably too young
0: but um when i was you know younger yeah, when well, that came out, what? In the, it had to have been the mid '90s.
2: Yeah, I think it was like '95.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm gonna look it up 96. right now. I think it was '96, oh. but Hon- might Hon- be yes. Good night, 1996. Yep, you are correct. Yeah,
2: yeah it's uh, it, it was right in the middle of when they were doing like those really, really good hard R action flicks.
1: And...
0: Yeah, and it was it was written by Shane Black too, so. I mean, oh, yeah, le- Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon Two, Last Boy yeah. Scout, Last Last Action Hero. Uh, right. He was in, of course, Predator. I mean, he
2: right. didn't he um, do? Oh, uh, he did the latest Predator. I never yeah, saw he did. it. he
0: That yeah. one was okay. I mean, it was I mean, they it had its dumb parts, but the, the the way it ended was insane. But yeah, you're right. I think he did his
2: best stuff in the in the '90s. And yeah. now I think he's kind of,
0: he's irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, but, I think he did. Uh, I think he did. Was it What was that movie with, uh, he had Robert Downey Jr. Val bang. Kilmer in it, uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang.
2: Yeah, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was really good. That was like his last really good thing. Yeah. Um, oh, well, other than, I guess, I mean, Iron Man 3, you know, whether you liked it or not, it was, you know, it did really well. Some uh, people, some people hate that movie. I don't. Yeah. I don't get it either. I mean, I there's a
1: lot it. of really
2: good elements of that film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, it's definitely not the greatest. Uh, I mean, I found, I know people want the Mandarin, <laughs> you know, they want the real Mandarin, but I, I found that the twist, uh, you know, funny enough to be better than bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you exactly. know,
2: uh, but we're getting the Mandarin and all that stuff in Shang-Chi anyway. So hopefully everyone's happy.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that it,
2: well, yeah, there's just so much stuff that they worked around to make that. You know, he's not the real Mandarin anyway. You know, uh, there's a guy stealing names and actors pretending. <laughs> That's all that was. But the characters yeah. still
0: out. The characters still out there, folks. <laughs> he, he's still out there.
2: Yeah, but yeah, I think I think Long Kiss Goodnight is a movie everyone should see. I think it's
0: really okay but... I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch that. I'm gonna put it on my list and rewatch it hopefully this week and. I, I'm looking forward to that because that's a movie I haven't really thought about for a long time.
2: Yeah, I, and and I don't I honestly like. Uh, I, I feel like I'm coming up with these answers really easily, uh, in most of them. So uh, I definitely have not seen these questions before.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, no, 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 you definitely haven't. Um, uh, here's one that I, I kind of off the beaten path here, but uh, you're given a banner. You can write anything on that banner that you want, your heart desires, whatever it might be. You can place that banner anywhere you like. There's no limits. Uh, where? What would you put on that banner and where would you place it?
2: <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. Uh, oh, this is a tough one. Where would I put this banner and what would I put on it? I don't know, man, I, that's a really tough question. And I don't want to steal something from somebody.
0: No, no, uh, no. Uh, I'll just, I'll give you time to think here. I will, I would put a banner out there that would say, stop hoarding shit and uh, put it yeah. at my local grocery store. Because when I go here in a bit, I, I all I really need to get is spaghetti sauce but I am going to get other things since I'm getting out. Um, sure. But and make it the trip worthwhile f- for actually getting out. But I, I, the thing is, is that the last time I was in there two, two and a half weeks ago, when I think it was in the last time I was in the store, and there was no pasta. There was no sauce. Oh, there yeah. No yeah. toilet paper, no cleaning products, nothing. Hardly any, any like meat. I mean, it was completely picked over and completely people were hoarding shit left and left and right. And I, I don't get it. So that's what I would say would be stop hoarding shit and put it in my local grocery store.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. I kind of want to piggyback off that and make a banner and put it in the, uh, the baking aisle of the grocery store. Okay. And, and it would say, since when the hell did you all learn how to make bread right where the empty shelves of flour is? Because <laughs> it's the same way with the pasta. Like, I mean, with all the flour that everyone's been taking and yeast and everything, I luckily just found yeast today. I've been looking for it for two weeks, but like empty, empty. And like, if you're buying all of this flour, you know you can make your own pasta. <laughs> you know? yeah, exactly. Like, why is the pasta gone? <laughs> like,
1: uh,
2: it
0: doesn't, doesn't yeah. add up. What are people doing with it?
2: Oh, I, I I know you're. It's just sitting on your shelf, you idiots. Like, what is happening? I was <laughs> uh, like, same with the toilet paper. And honestly, it, it. And I'm I'm copying someone who said this before in another podcast. Um, but it's like someone saw a guy grabbed three packs of toilet paper
0: and it all started with that idiot. Well, it's true. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's very much true right there. I, think. Yeah. If I mean, someone starts yeah. to hoard or use more <laughs> yeah. and then, Oh no, something's going on. I need to get yeah. more yeah, yeah, I, because they might <laughs> run out and then it's a chain reaction.
2: Yeah. It's so dumb. It, it really, really is. And I was trying to find specific flour so I could do my, uh, my sourdough starter. Cause you can't use bleached all purpose flour. Uh, you can't okay. use bleached any flour. So I'm like, Oh my God, I just spent way too much money on unbleached organic. <laughs> flour. <laughs> and then today I found a, a big bag of unbleached flour, but it's like, Oh my God. And I need a quite a bit if I'm going to feed my, you know, my baby every day,
1: <laughs> but <laughs> like if,
2: it's, uh, it's crazy how, how how much stuff, how much of the, the most odd and unexpected things are gone, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I kind of get the paper towels, toilet paper, not so much, but like oh, the pasta, the bread, or like there's so much stuff out in so many places still, you know, and they're finally kind of replenishing and, and getting stuff back, but people are still grabbing more. And it's like, how long is this gonna go on?
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I how much ground beef can you actually eat within a week or two? I mean big freaking freezer. I, I know. <laughs> I mean how how much space do some of these people have? They're buying, I mean, pounds and pounds and pounds of this stuff and like, yeah, sure you can freeze it. But I mean, I've got an extra freezer, refrigerator out in my garage, but yeah, even same. that, I mean, that's I mean, it's not that huge. I mean, it's full, but I, I don't get it, but I th- I mean, I think that's right, though, where it was one person that started taking more like filling up their cart with stuff. Then someone else saw it and said, well, if that person's doing it, they've got to be doing it for a good reason. So I'm going to do it. And then those two people were someone else saw those two people do it. And then it just kind of exponentially grew from there.
2: Right. And I, I always love I love this quote um, from I, I was struggling for about 20 seconds to try to figure out where it came from, but it's from, uh, men in black. And, uh, what's uh, K's name, uh, in real life. Uh, what's his name? Who plays K?
0: Oh, shoot. Uh, the, bu- 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 why can't I they am, think uh, Tommy Lee Jones.
2: He says he, he tells, uh, he's sitting on the bench with Will Smith. And Will Smith's like, why don't you just tell everybody, you know, about all this, you know, in reference to the aliens and whatnot. And he's like, a person is smart. It's like, but people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> <That is laughs> and I love
0: that. truth right there.
2: It's so I mean, as a collective, like people, people bounce their ideas and thoughts off of other people. And, and people are just so dumb together. They can be smart. But when they're not like in a an active group that actually th- is critically thinking, they're stupid as hell. <laughs> exactly. And, and so it's uh it's people just watching and making a choice. Watching and making another choice and copying and and then that's where we get all this craziness that's happened now. But
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. How many questions are we in? <laughs> I think we're at 17, I think. Oh, yeah, okay. this seventeen's coming up. I think that was sixteen. Nice By my count. Um, So 17 is kind of off. I mean, kind of in the same area, but maybe not really. But if you were to run for public office and I don't know what your aspirations are running for public office, if you're very political or not, but if you were to run for public office, what issue would be your number one priority?
2: Oh, this is a, this, this is a tough one because I'm not really, uh, I'm not terribly political. Um, and I, I, don't know a lot about a lot of it. Um, but thing, you know, things that I hear and the things that people say and, and you know, online or out in the world and whatever, uh, I, I don't want to say I'm anything cause it, and it, that's always just going to be, you know, a bad idea i think but um because i i don't know i I would say i lean towards many different aspects of different parts of things uh and different sides of of, of things but i this is a tough question i don't know if i'm gonna be able to answer it uh
0: i i i don't know i i I, okay no that's that's fair i I, it's it's really
1: difficult
0: i mean it can be I've long said, I mean, I, I get a little bit involved in politics and I mouth off a lot, but I, uh, I, I've, I've long said my number one priority would be making sure kids have meals at lunchtime at school, have food to eat, like funding, like no kid goes hungry, that sort of thing. That's, that's a good one.
2: I, I, I'll have to piggyback on that because I think that it's,
1: uh,
2: and that is a necessity. And, yes. and whether you, your kid brings a lunch or whatever, the kids that don't bring lunches or can't or or can't or won't or whatever, the school should provide that food and it should
0: not. They they shouldn't have to pay for it. The, That's the, the thing. It's you're required to be at school by exactly. law. You are required to be there. So, so they why should. Do, yeah, exactly. They should be required to feed you
2: food right, is a necessity to bring your own food yeah
0: yeah i i that's the
2: way <laughs> i think and i mean yeah it, yeah the law requires you to be at school and so you know the government or whoever the state or whoever uh you know is funding these places you know especially like public schools like uh, i mean so what what is funding public schools is it the parents is it the government like private schools, the parents are paying for their kids to go, so the parents are funding the school, correct? Yeah, yeah. In private so schools, public, I mean,
0: yeah. in public schools, I mean, you're getting I mean, tax and taxes. Tax government.
2: Pairs, sure. Yeah, so the government should be able to feed the kids in a public school. If it's a private school, I understand a little different change there, but if the parents are already paying the private school, then the parents are paying for the meal already. But if it's a public school you know the government and taxes and whatever you're already paying into this school why are we having to pay more money I, mean, I understand books or this and that i mean they should be providing that stuff as well but you know there's always new copies of books and i don't know what do you think about books like should should books be provided like all of them be provided as well or are you paying for your books um in
0: this state in indiana we still pay a book rental fee every year. So like for fourth grade, my kids in fourth grade this year, we had to pay $95 or whatever it was for the book, for the book rental fee next year. It'll probably be $120 the year that's- after is probably $130. And it's that's it. We're like one of the last th- two or three States, I think to do that crazy because um,
2: uh, when i went to school in california i don't remember like and i'm not talking you know college i'm only talking like high school and and you know grade school and or whatever uh junior high but i don't remember having to pay for any books
0: yeah exactly we're just this state i mean indiana is weird that way i don't get it i mean that's i i and i get think
2: down downs or you know or you'd get a new book if they would be passing around new books in the beginning of the year, and I wouldn't care which, as long as there's a page ripped out. But like, I I don't under and I understand college, you know, buying books, whatever. That's whatever, which is crazy already too. But it's you know, you need your book, and uh, but, but 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 everything under that, I don't understand the the paying for books. The school should be providing these. I mean. You know, it's not like utensils or it's not like the teacher paying for paper or markers or, you know, things that a teacher pays for, which they shouldn't be paying for anyway. But, you know, books, that should be, that's a part of the school,
0: (laughs) you know? Exactly. I, I, I've long thought that and I I don't get it, but this state is one of those weird ones where they're the last to change anything, it seems. And book are going to be the same way as pretty much everything else I'll,
2: I'll, I'll, I'll amend my 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 uh, my statement. I guess I would I would I would try and get more money for teachers. So yeah. you, you so you're taught what, what was yours you were going to uh free free uh, food for kids so I'd yeah. go pay the teachers. Honestly because they're 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 like therapists as well, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean would pay them as such. Because they're dealing with these kids. They're dealing with their emotions. They're dealing with their craziness as kids are, you know, and what they do and they're, they're learning them and they're providing them with a, you know, hopefully a safe environment. <laughs> I mean, there is, there's, they're with them a lot of the time throughout the day. It, they, I don't know. I think they should be paid a lot more.
0: Um, I I agree. They should be I mean, paid a lot, lot
2: more. They're, not, they're just, they're, there's so much more they do than teach there's so much more and i think it's a it's a real shame that that a lot of these 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 educators are uh getting paid less or the same that i'm getting paid and i'm delivering water <laughs> you know <laughs> i mean it's like it's crazy like it's just it's it's ridiculous and it should be like across the board and you know at least i don't know at least uh, you know, monetized based on the state or something. But, uh, I mean, you hear these teachers getting 40, 40 something thousand a year, you know, under 50, unless they're tenured or, or, you know, teaching a certain amount. Uh, you know, I understand if you're a TA or you're a substitute teacher or anything like that, that's a different story. But if you're in the class every single day with these kids, like there's, it just doesn't seem like there's enough going around for, you know, especially with all this money that's just now randomly popping up out of nowhere.
0: (laughs) You're just like, we we can come up with $2 trillion for whatever, but uh, we can't can't uh, make sure kids are fed or teachers are paid uh, properly.
2: Right. Well, and also what the hell happened to like, I, I, I posted this the other day and no one commented or liked or anything about this, but what, is going on with all these people, these immigrants that are in cages during this time? I haven't heard word one about this shit.
0: Good question. I, I have no what? idea. I but guess these- they're still being detained in, in cages. I, I I don't get it. I uh, by the wayside. The talk about
2: it, the politics behind it, the just like anything about ice anything about uh you know trump's dealings with it and his you know craziness there's there's no talk about the situation and i and i really don't want to get too political or anything but you asked the question and but and i i don't really know a lot about this stuff but it's still still it's a valid question like what is going on with these these poor people
1: (laughs) i
0: i completely agree i have i don't know And it makes you wonder, it makes you wonder, I mean, it's where, where, I mean, because, I mean, in a closely confined quarters, um, this virus is going to run rampant. I mean, in a jail setting, a prison setting, I mean, there's, there's a lot of talk with letting people out of prison, like low level offenders out of prison. But Nothing about them. and yeah, but there's there's been no mention of this other I mean, well, these other let me, people. Let me ask you
2: this too. Let me ask you this. Like, are they the safest? <laughs> you know, like yeah, are, I mean, are, because they're put away and not in contact with the people that could give it. Are they the safest people? Like, me, <laughs> this is just super hypothetical, and I don't want to make light of any of their situations, but I mean. We all die, and every one of those cages are set free, and the virus is dead, and they run the world because they never got it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, I it's it's
2: you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's it's the opposite of what like what Donald Trump
1: wants. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about, just like uh, you know, especially the hypotheticals. But it's I just
0: can't believe how it's that it's not being talked about anymore. Um, now I I've kind of had I had that same thought I mean of because you don't hear about it and it, it just disappeared off the radar which is crazy because yeah, there's it's people like being fire. held in cages and yeah. it just disappears off the radar I, I, I don't get it but yeah oh, it's a, I don't know hi yeah. right, man <laughs> all right we'll, we'll go to a, a different question here okay we got three more questions um we all have a favorite sound. I, at least I think we do. Um, one of my favorite sounds is the sound of like hair clippers when I'm getting my hair cut. And there's something relaxing, soothing, like the vibration and the sound of it. That's um, true. It puts me to sleep. I mean, I literally will go to sleep while getting my hair cut.
2: Yeah, um, I'll zone out enough to I won't go to sleep, but it will
0: be very relaxing. Yes, I agree with you there. So what? Is, do you have a sound that's your favorite that, I mean, of anything? What's your favorite sound, I guess I should say?
2: Yeah, I literally just talked about this to uh, to Tyler the other day. Um, it's the sound of the cork popping out of, like, a booze bottle. Ah. I like the sound of it going out, like the squeak pop and then the squeak in. I love that. Or uh, he brought up the ice that cracks when you put the the room temperature drink
0: oh that's a that's a good one right there i like that one
2: or just the ice clinking in the glass yeah uh that's so i i, I for me it's the cork it's i love that it's like that plastic or wood top that holds the cork and the cork squeaking out as you twist mm-hmm. it and then the pop i think that's I could, a really
0: good one. i could just hear that right now I mean, that's,
2: I can't believe that's not a sound on your phone. I mean, there is a, there are certain sounds that are almost like that, but not that
0: specifically. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you could find it somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Or just record it yourself, I guess. Yeah, you could. <laughs> All right. So that's your favorite sound. Um, I'm a big proponent of trying to make people's days better, paying it forward, whatever you want to call it what is one thing that makes your day better that people can, that someone does for you might be something small, might be something large. What, what is something that someone has done recently for you that has made your day better?
2: Oh, let's see. Um, that's a tough question. Uh, I mean, especially in this time where there's not many people, uh, you know, doing anything for anybody. I mean, because of the situation we're in, but um, I, I think I'd have to go with uh, my fiance, Whitney. She does a lot of the yard work <laughs> that I, I just uh. don't, really, I think that uh, I don't, I would, I don't know if it makes my day better, but I, I, appreciate it a lot (laughs) you know what i mean oh yeah Uh, it's something that i don't have to do i like that she likes to do it um and i think that 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 makes me happy i guess uh that she's happy doing it um and i just i'll help you know, here and there, but I, I got, I, I, hate, I, it's not my thing. It's just not my thing to do. <laughs> um, I, I like mowing the lawn, but she loves doing that. So she'll do it. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> so have it, you know, it, it's, it is, it's a chore obviously, but it, it, you know, it's, it's something I don't have to do that she enjoys doing and she's not like, Oh, I gotta do this myself. Cause you won't do it. It's not like that. <laughs> you know, it's the opposite.
0: So
1: yeah,
2: I, I think I appreciate that.
0: Well, cool. Yeah. That's, that's a, I like that. That's, I, for like, for us, I mean, like my wife, she handles like all of the bills. Sure. And I, I appreciate that so much that I don't have to deal with that. (laughs) I do pretty much all the yard work, but uh, she handles all the bills. And so I, like I said, I appreciate that a lot because I, she's got her system down and it works and sure i i am very appreciative of that <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah All right,
0: that's, so always that's nice to have. <laughs> final question and i'm stealing this question from the late and great james lipton
2: okay um, what is <laughs> oh, nice. your
0: favorite curse word
2: oh let's see i i i, I don't know i think i i think i'd have to go european i think cunt is my favorite curse word (laughs) i i think uh it's really not as bad as people want to make it out to be in the states um everyone takes it so much worse than it actually is (laughs) because you call your mate "cunt" in the (laughs) freaking you know in in other countries and stuff you know just as a you know Hey, cunt. (laughs) You know, it's 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 so not. uh, It's so much more. uh, I don't know. Uh, There are
0: far other worse words that you could use.
2: (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's kind of like a buddy buddy word most of the time (laughs) in other cultures, I guess. But here, it's oh god, it's it's like you know, you slap Jesus or something. <laughs> and it's really bad, but I mean, it's not something I use often,
0: but I like it. <laughs> but, but when you use it, it has its effect. I mean, it's sure. Sure. It's it's worthwhile.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. It's definitely not overused, uh, which is good.
1: Yeah. Cause
0: then it would just be, then it wouldn't be my favorite. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> I, <laughs>
0: I, I I'm a big fan of ass ass. Uh, excuse me, I can't even talk. Ass clown.
1: Can't oh yeah, I, ass like... clown. Don't be That's an ass good.
0: clown, people. Don't be an ass clown. Just do right. it. Ass hat, ass clown.
2: Ass hat's good. Ass hat or ass butt. Ass butt's good.
0: <laughs> tool tool That's bag. For, uh... I <laughs> people tool bags a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily a swear word, but tool bag. Um. Uh, you're still,
2: yeah, it's, you're still calling someone something.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always like to ask the question about favorite curse words because, I mean, like you said, cunt. I mean, it, it, it's looked at as being a very terrible word. But well,
2: I, and people take it so much more uh, sexist than it can be, you know. Yeah. And that, that, I mean, I mean, guess anything could be sexist, but I mean, you call someone a cock and you're like, well, well you won't call me a cock because I'm a girl, <laughs> you know, it's like, come on now. <laughs> I mean, like, it's, it's just the double standard of it is very, is very
0: weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, that was the end of the 20 questions. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Those are I, great. It, yeah. I had a lot of fun chatting with you today. I, oh, uh, same as what so where can everyone find you? You've mentioned your podcast, do it again. And where can they find uh, you on social media and where they can, they find your podcasts because they need uh, to listen.
2: Yes, thank you for that. It's uh, you can find us at super boob tube um, And all the social medias for that are on the website. And, uh, and it's, it's part of a network um, Tyler and I, uh, do the do this specific podcast. But Tyler owns and has created a network. It's called the Rabble Press Network. Um there's a few different podcasts on the uh on the site. Uh you can go to rabblepress.com or you can go to Super Boob tube dudes directly. And all of our socials and stuff are on there for the podcast. Me, I'm I'm just on Facebook really. Uh I don't have a Twitter, uh Instagram or anything like that. Uh, but it's just my name. Dante Sorechia Dante, whoever you want to say it, um, and that's it. W- w- was I saying your name incorrectly? It, well, no. <laughs> uh, no, not really. I mean, it's, it's not. It's definitely not the, a big deal to me. Um, everyone, my mom calls me Dante because my dad and I had the same name. My dad's name is Dante. I was born with the name dante after oh, my dad not, i apologize not,
0: for that no, i did not, not know
2: that don't don't even don't even it's fine i've everyone has been uh, uh not saying it wrong but everyone that, that i know uh says it says it differently i mean my fiancee calls me dante my friends call me dante some call me dante my dad calls me dante my mom calls me dante it's both. it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's it's not something I I fuss over. <laughs> uh it's just uh it's just a name. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Oh my god. It's it was for somebody. Like I was kind of seeing this person years ago and she flipped out because I told her it's like you know when I get real close to people, uh, you know, I want them to call me Dante, right? And she's like yeah. th- oh she freaked out she was like you've <laughs> been lying to me for this amount of time and blah, blah, oh blah, blah. no <laughs> like dude it's you take this is crazy <laughs> it's like who, wh- what is going on <laughs> like it's just a word like I, i'm not i'm not keeping things from you because my name is pronounced a little bit different <laughs> but I uh she is no longer with us so. <laughs> hopefully,
1: hopefully
0: hopefully that means she isn't dead but oh no in our hearts though yeah, yeah, exactly exactly i was hoping we were going to end on a dark note there <laughs> well that's not that bad no i know
2: no but yeah it was just a was just a stupid thing
0: you know <laughs>
2: just a stupid oh, yeah.
0: thing oh yeah Oh yeah, so, but yeah. yeah, I I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Nobody asked you oh, Kevin today. Please. Um, thank you.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Well definitely ha- we're gonna have you back on too because we can get into discussions about all sorts of different things. Oh so, definitely that. That'd be great. Okay, well, I, I again, I appreciate you coming on. I had a lot of fun. So thank you very much. And I hope uh, you have a great day.
2: You too, sir. Uh, thanks again. Uh, I I really had a good time. That was a lot, a lot more fun. Uh than I thought it could be. So that's awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and that, no knocking no knockin on the show or anything. I was just, I'm pleasantly surprised by how how, how much we were able to talk and, and how much fun it was. So thank you
0: for that.
1: And that's the bottom line. Why? Because old Stone Cold said so. Thank you very much, you son of a bitch.
0: Okay, if you've made it this far into the episode, thank you for listening to Nobody Asked You Kevin. If you want to contact me, Send me an email at Nobody Asked You Kevin at gmail.com. Head over to Twitter, follow me at Forensic Talks Guy or at Ask Kevin, Asked Kevin, A S K E D, Kevin. If you're on Facebook, search for Nobody Asked You Kevin podcast, give it a like, or head over to the Nobody Asked You Kevin blog at the appropriately named Nobody Asked You Kevin podcast.blogspot.com. And lastly, if you have the time, and who doesn't during this pandemic? Head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a review for the show. I'm always looking for new reviews. So, okay, folks, until next time, wash your hands, practice social distancing, support your local businesses by ordering takeout. Much love to all of you. Peace.